I'm Andrew Rice. I'm James G. Miles. James the Justice. You're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, we are hunting Legiana. The apex monster of the Coral Highlands, whose diet primarily consists of raffinos. It emits a <laughs> chilling wind from its body, which dulls its prey's ability to escape. I'm going to say raffinos again. Raffinos? Raffinos? I say raffinos. He just said it really fucking slowly, like he was well, yeah, double checking he was saying it. Brain right. yeah. had never seen that word before and had not worked out how to say it <laughs> before made, I got there. You made it sound like a cereal brand. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a box of Raffino. <laughs> I wonder if it's actually like Raffinos or like Raffinos. Well, like we're Rathalos sort of thing. We are taking. I would have probably gone for Raffinos, We're taking precious content from our small monsters episodes that will look to come. It's enough chatting about the Raffinos. Um, like Anna, a good monster, I think. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, like one of my favourites. Like, ones. I think it's it, there's not really a whole lot of traditional, um, like flying wyverns that, that are brand new in this game. Like <laughs> besides Legiana, am I right in saying that? You mean for world or? For world, yeah, like brand new. Yeah, I think she's the only new flying Yeah. Yeah. Which is good because they've got enough of them in the series already. Um, Like it did feel a bit overkill at points in generations and double cross the amount of flying wyverns that are in those games. Um, So it's good that they focus Mm -hmm. more on bringing different types of monsters into world. Oh, wait, Basilkis is one. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers for Leia. But yeah, they're not like definitely like it's I like the fact that like since there is like there isn't many since the ones we just mentioned, she is actually like one of the most interesting I think flying wyverns they've done created in a long time. Yeah, I mean she's a, she's a bit different in that sense, like she's just kinda of simple, like... I think I think more of it is like I think because she's an ice element monster as well on top of that, like mm-hmm. The only like, one, literally, in world. No, but like compared to like other ice element monsters in the series, like yeah, I think she's the only flying wyvern that does that. Uh, yes. Oh, now, now you're pushing up knowledge. Throw myself into the deep end here, just guessing that, but like, no, I, I really enjoy her. Like, her fight's like really interesting. Yeah, like like the way she does like the ice attack. It's not like a like a breath attack like a lot of the other flying wyverns will do like Raphalos with his fireballs Raphael mm-hmm. with her fireballs as well like it, it, for the it, record Paolumu is also a flying wyvern oh really well mm. okay yeah <laughs> right so my <laughs> point basically is, is a load of shit we'll go to that point um, <laughs> but yeah like the point I was making there about the, the ice attacks is she seems to like almost like flap it towards you yeah like, she definitely uses her wings and like uses like the wind kind of pressure to Spray the ice about. Like an icy chill. Which I think comes from her chest, technically, because if you know, she's got like kind of white hairs or like white crested area on her chest. 
got icy stone inside of her. Yeah. Yeah, could be. I don't know where it comes from. I don't, didn't say in the monster description either, did it? Did it? Uh, I don't think so. No. I'm just like I'm guessing all this obviously off the feet, fighting it as much as I have. That's a cool part about Monster Hunter, though. There's a lot of these like elements of the gameplay you wonder like, well, why does that happen? Why does that happen? Mm -hmm. It's up to you to work it out because it's not really explicitly stated in a lot of places. Hence why we've got a weekly episode, weekly episode of podcast chatting about this sort of shit. Um, with Legiana like being the, the the apex monster of um, the Coral Highlands, she comes like, in a really weird part of the game, I think, because you've already been in the Coral Highlands for a few hunts already, and then you go back for this one. Because um, she comes in the story when you're trying to head off to the Rotten Vale, is that right? Um, yeah, does she not intercept you? Yeah, yeah. Is that... I think so. Yes, I because you're the, the airship that you fly... Um, disturbs all the raffinos um, and she comes in for, for a tasty meal and you can't get down to the to the rotten veil until you deal with her sees the airship and she's like yep that's a big giant raffino there <laughs> it looks so tasty a, a jumbo box of raffinos um, I mentioned it there like she is the only ice monster in, in the entirety of Monster Hunter World which is just a little bit sad, in a way. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's definitely sad. I, I think that ice is, you know, it's a pretty cool element. Like, why, why would you miss out on it and just have one? But yeah. That's all they did. <laughs> like, I suppose this is a good episode to talk about the fact that Monster Hunter World is heavily, heavily weighted towards fire monsters. Um, like, it seems like the, nearly every area has got one or two fire monsters to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um which is just overkill in my mind. Um, yes. I know it's easy to have like your fire breathing dragons prop up like ten a penny, but what made Monster Hunter so great in my eyes is like you had some monsters that used water, some that used the the ice attacks, and you had your traditional fire breathing dudes mm -hmm. as well. I think um, that's just more to do with like the the main series, like the developers, like what they kind of like. Whereas I think obviously you got heavily into generations like. Is your first monster hunter, and like that's like a, the best of everything, mm -hmm. like really. So like, the but even then, I just think yeah. that they've been more balanced throughout the series than that. Mm. I, just, I just feel that it's really, really heavily weighted towards. No, oh, it definitely like, is. Yeah, I agree. I'm just saying, like, even if they brought back a few more of the old ones, um, I mean, I know, I know we said that there was no other ice uh, flying wyverns, but for the record, there is. There's a uh, Barrioth, and of course, popular flying wyvern, Yukanos. Um <laughs> They could have bought some ice in there, but they haven't even got a nice area, so maybe that's what's yeah. missing. We just got to hope that one day we'll get a nice ice it's section and we can have expansion. Lovely, it's got to be. lovely world Zamtrios to bounce around and make mm. us happy. Oh, I'd love Zamtrios to come back in world. <laughs> Zamtrios versus Dorogama. Yes. Tough one, anyone? <laughs> You've got to imagine that, like, like Jas was saying there, like they've been giving us new monsters every now and then. You've got to imagine that they're working in secret on a big new area to unveil at some point. Um, 
with probably G-rank content attached to it, I'd imagine. Possibly. Yep. And I hope that it's a nice area, or a water area, because there's very few water monsters in this well, game like, as well. Well, since the way they kind of designed maps in World, like, why not both? They'd probably do a water and ice area together. I mean, I think ice is simpler. Like, it makes mm -hmm. more sense. Like, I think it makes more sense as well, the way the... The way the world's like built and the way they're like, connecting all the maps together, you go like finally get the Elder Recess and it's like near a volcanic area. Yeah. The, the next step beyond that, you'd think it'd be a lot of mountains and then it'd be ice covered like tundra before you reach like further areas of that world. Let's have another swamp for the Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're looking like at the map of like the world map in Mordor, like there's this weird kind of empty area on like the top right of the map. Yeah. So you'd, you'd maybe assume that they would have like an icy, swampy area and that sort of area. Yeah. Um, and there's there's all the speculation as well that within the story, and we'll probably talk about this maybe later on, when the Zora goes out to the sea to die, like it's going to create a new area in the game. And there's a bit of a chat about that potentially happening. Um, mm -hmm. Which could be any area, you suppose, if that, if that happened. Could be an ice area, could be anything. Really? Could what we're... Oh, 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 one could hope. One could hope. <laughs> but yeah, basically what we're saying is give us more ice monsters because Legiana just isn't enough. Although she is good. Um, quite interestingly as well for a flying wyvern is that she doesn't have a tail cut like just a break in that it sense break, yeah. but then again i suppose world has got a couple of firewives that do that as well because we talked about palumu and that's yeah. the exact same like that's just a break as well mm -hmm. isn't it although palumu's tail is well odd but yeah legiana's like legiana's not cutting is very weird considering you do have her breaks are still kind of satisfying though. i like the breaks on her yeah, yeah no, the her wing breaks and stuff are very good. Still think, really like, considering how thin her tail is and mm. like how you can cut a flipping gear off his tail, you can't cut hers. <laughs> just, I think it's just the way her tail kind of fans out as well. Like, yeah, they yeah, didn't want to kind of, it may have been like a struggle and they're like animating or something like stupid like that, so they just decided to make it a break instead. Yeah. I think one reason her breaks are really satisfying is because she's got all these little pointy appendages all across the body, like her head's got the, like, the big massive ears. Um, our yeah. wings are like really large and sprawling and really satisfying to break as well. So, yeah, get your part breaker equipped for that one and go wild. Did we uh, find out anything about her name? Yeah, I mean, all I could really think of myself is like, um, what's the, the, is it Legionnaire? Like the Roman? Mm. Yeah, that is thing. Um, Having said that, in Japan, it's Re Regiena, like R E I G I. Yeah, it's phonetic -E because basically there's no there's no L in Japanese. So. Well, yeah, um, but that made me think more like regal because yeah. it does feel like a kind of a regal yeah. sort of creature. Um, and she's known her title because every monster in the world seems to have a title is the Wind Drifting Wyvern. So there you Lovely. Go. Um, which falls into another quite cool part of the monster we never really spoke about we touched upon it in the hunt but we never really spoke about it in detail um, and that's the big massive wind currents that you have around her nest in, uh, in the Coral Highlands which is uh, mm -hmm. just brilliant pat on the back to ever thought well, that one 
-hmm. a lot of them. It's quite good as well that you can kind of chase it up there with that big massive wind current. Um, it's just a shame the glider mantle is not really used, not really useful outside of that one area. Yeah, yeah. Well, like oh. you can jump off ledges and do get a little bit of a glide in other areas. Like, there is yeah, areas you can get the yield forest. extra amount with yeah. it, but it's. Like, it's only if you want to do something that gadget stuff for. It's a quick way up to the top of the Coral Highlands. Like that's the only reason. Yeah. Like that's the most you're going to get out of the glider mantle for sure. It's difficult to kind of justify it though when you you want to have like a booster, like a health or affinity yeah. or something. Plus yeah, the other mantles are so the, good as well. Yeah, there's way better choices than the glider mantle. Yeah, but highly recommend doing it for at least a hunt or two just to try it out in that area and uh, swoop around, go mount crazy. But what one thing I would say is um, our erstwhile host, um, Luke Summerhays. Sorry, Andy. He is the erstwhile host. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I th he, I'm sure he had lots to say on the Legiana because he uh, spent bloody ages hunting her for his uh, low rank armor set, of which you'll likely see a lovely snap of her armor in the screenshot that we put up, courtesy of uh, Jas. Um, so, if you want to know what Luke's thoughts were on the leg again, because he's probably got a lot more to say on her than we did, then fire him a tweet. Sure he'd love or to hear Luke could record his own bit and add it onto the fucking podcast. But I mean, no, he's, he's too fucking lazy. He's, he's Fuck too, you, Luke. Uh, Fuck you. I mean, lazy or busy is, is subjective, isn't it? Um, I would say lazy. <laughs> Um, well, that's Legiana. Join us next time. Uh, join these three mangy months and maybe another one. Um, as we give you a bone. We throw you a bone, even. And uh, we all go barking mad as we chat about Odogaron. I love dog, dog jokes, dog puns. Really. That was, frankly, too many. It <laughs> triggered like, so many people because like apparently it's your moment to say Odogaron is Odogaron. Oh, nah, nah, don't like that. Yeah, but fuck it. It's Odo, like so... Odogaron. <sighs> He's a big old doggo. <laughs> He's a big doggo though. Big flesh pop. Yeah, I'm looking forward to chatting about him. It's gonna be a good one. Um, but until then, Andrew, Andy man, where can they find us? Right, what you do is you go to www.google.com. Yeah. And type in Monster Mash Podcast. Yeah. Um, I haven't actually tested this, so let's, uh, let's try this live. <laughs> See what we get. So, Monster Mash Podcast. Yeah. Okay, so the first hit you'll see is um, from player.fm. So I guess you can listen to the podcast there. <laughs> the, uh, the second hit is at Monster Mash Pod on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you can find the Nintendo page uh, for Monster Mash, although I don't think we actually fully update that every time. So probably don't do that yep. uh, the next one is of course the well we've got some YouTube videos so once again probably struggle to find the actual cast there but you might see the hunt um, you can find us on iTunes uh, where you can like and subscribe and all that jazz and um, then you start getting things that aren't us so I <laughs> guess that's it yeah please um, go listen to the stuff to blow your mind podcast <laughs> that's our next affiliate <laughs> <laughs> but um, one thing we didn't mention there is, of course, our Facebook page. So if you just go to www.facebook.com, uh, you need to make an account and then you can search for uh, Monster Mash 
them there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we're the top hit for Monster Mash for me because I already like us. Um, so fingers crossed. Uh, we'll be just as easy for you to find. Whereas most likely we won't be once again due to our poor SEO. <laughs> And uh, please, uh, I can't, I can't be bothered getting used to be anything in Andy Man 949. I can't, can't think of anything this week. <laughs> beaten, absolutely beaten. No, let's have some chat about the Black Eyed Peas, mate. That was <laughs> the hot topic of the week. Um, Andy's really into Will I Am and the Black Eyed Peas now, so go tweet him your thoughts on that, I suppose, at Andy Man 949. Thanks. It's alright, here to help you, mate. Here to help you. Favourite song by any member of the Black Eyed Peas, either solo or together. Is that a quiz you're giving me? Or... No, that's, that's what I want. That's what you want. Me. Okay, okay. I'm sure you'll get it in droves. And, and until then, <laughs> thank you for listening. See ya! Cheerio. Bye! Goodbye. Um, Adventures, what is your favourite Black Eyed Peas song, Joe? It's uh, Boom Boom Pow. <laughs>